0: Welcome to the Bros Who Think Podcast, starring your host, Mr. Benjamin Burton, and his co host, Boris Hall, aka Brooklyn, and
1: Adam Sugar. We got a lot to get into this week, fellas, so no, without further ado, Benjamin, take it away. Yes, 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 ladies and gentlemen, welcome. To another episode of the Bros Who Think podcast. My name is Lyndon Burton, A.K.A. Young Boy wits A.K.A. The People's Champ, A.K.A. Beard <laughs> is in the motherfucking building. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, this is episode one hundred and ten. We're moving on up to the east side, ladies and gents. We're moving on up. Episode one hundred and ten. I'm joined as always by my co-host, Mister Horace Hall, A.K.A. Brooklyn. Brooklyn, how are you doing today, brother? I'm doing good, baby. I'm doing good. I just watched that Days uh fucking documentary. I, I'm having a great Wednesday. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna get into all of that. Glad to hear you're doing well. Let's also introduce our other co-host back from his speed dating. Uh, I guess he was getting insight, doing doing research for us. I don't I'm even know sure. if it was research. <laughs> I'm doing. I just said it. I just said it up like that because I know it actually
2: happened. <laughs> well, I mean, like okay. <laughs> no, so I did the speed dating thing because I was like, you know what? Screw it. I'm just gonna go do this speed dating event because, like, let's just see what happens. And I'm not gonna like say that it was a it was a bad time or, like I didn't have rare, rare conversations with people, but like there was really no one that like was it could really feasibly work out with for me because mainly I was the youngest person there by like f- six years. <sighs> He was a bunch of milfs, man.
1: He was a bunch of old ladies who were looking for... To find their Look love. for love, man. Did, did, Pretty did sure. you get any numbers?
2: Well, that's the thing. I do have numbers and contact info, so should I set a date up with them? I just right, don't though. know because, like, you know, I may not be in the phase of my life the, to date a 30-year-old, you know? Okay, well, my thing is this. And I said this to you off air, so I said to you on air. I don't give a fuck. My thing is this.
1: Like maybe, just maybe if they gave you their numbers, they know that you're too young, and maybe they just want to, you know, toss no. some salads and uh, do this Wait, do what? Some... what? I
0: don't know why that's Come the on,
1: first bro. thing. Why I do you went know straight to <laughs> eating foodies? Like... This man now, listening to Kevin Gates this morning. I don't know. When why. he was stuck in traffic, he was bumping that Gates. So when he was stuck in traffic, first thing
2: he think about is eating booty. Hold yeah, bro. Like, no, I see. I see what he's saying. I get what you're saying, Lyndon. Yeah, like, you like know, that, that 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 is just just I get it. just yeah. because <laughs> just because you're just because we're hanging out doesn't mean we're
1: uh, yeah, engaged. you know, exactly. Y'all not even dating. Like, if they want to
2: shmang out, go schmang out. You dig?
1: I'm dead. This man went straight for the booty. But hey,
2: the the way it kind of rolled though, is you you got like four minutes to talk to each person. So it was kind of like weird because you really don't really you really don't. I don't think you make like enough of a connection with a person. But I mean, I think it's the same thing as a Tinder me- message line. Like it depends on the person that you're on and like a dating message line with because right. like they could be someone who wants to talk a lot and like really like I guess. Feel you out before they like agree to meet up with you. Real. Where like yeah, it was kind of the same deal where you and I and I feel like even in the dating app, it's easier to like get to know more about someone because they can have all the time in the world to write as much as they can. Yeah, where like in, in this, it's like you're going back and forth, back and forth. And then like what I don't like, they have is this little bingo sheet that gives you like it gives you idea topics of conversation. But, like, I feel like that also hinders the conversation because, like, it doesn't give, it doesn't make you ask the questions that you want to ask. Where, you know, I didn't really fool with it, but, I mean, I felt like that was the case for, like, a lot of the people. Like, they just well, weren't, yeah, weren't afraid. Yeah. They were afraid to, like, ask, like, questions that they would have wanted to ask because they just felt like they had to ask certain questions. And I'm like, oh, screw the sheet. I didn't even, like, win the bingo thing. All you would have won was, like, a t-shirt. <laughs> I'm like, I don't need a t-shirt.
1: <laughs> well, it sounds like you have Dude, an interesting time.
2: The one thing, that I, about, I was talking to one of the girls at the end, and and uh, she was like, at least you didn't come in shorts and flip-flops, so don't come in shorts and flip-flops if you we were going to speed dating.
1: Well, duh. Like, I mean, okay, like that's just like... Man, that's way too laid back. <laughs> yeah, you just gotta go <laughs> try to spit some G, man. Like, that's the that's right. spit game territory. Speaking of spit and game, we have a topic at the end of the show that we're going to cover, talking about Wingman qualities and what makes for a good wingman and what does not make for a good wingman. We got to get through all the news. I like that, so, yeah. Yeah, no, I was, I was in my bag just week, D. I was in my <laughs> fucking bag, baby. The boy, look, I can't talk about it on the, oh, no, I can't, I signed it. Nigga, if I sign a sheet of paper, can I talk about something?
2: That depends on what the sheet of paper was. Yeah, word, bro. <laughs> was it a non-compete? No, uh-uh. Well, then I think you're good.
1: Like it was a kind of, like I signed my name like official.
2: Oh, well, I mean, if you're officially signed on to something, then you could talk about it.
1: Okay, cool, cool. Yeah, I work for 107.9 now. Awesome. <laughs> like nigga, this bag, boy. Like let's shoot. We got a new radio show. Bro, yeah, like the I talked man. We out yeah. here, baby. Out the about pod, do, baby. Before. The fucking pod boys, bro. I, I fuck with the big head boys. Big head boys got this off of a pod, like. Shout out to my guys, man. Brooklyn started the wave. Got his new job. Shoot, we got him a show now at his radio station. And then boy D was working at one hundred and seven. Let's fucking go, bitch. Yeah, no. So it's been a good week. Been in my bag. But all right, so let's get started with the news. Uh, do we want to start with like the funniest stuff first? Do we want to start with like the? Ooh, this is kind of touchy. <laughs> like, <laughs> y'all both talked said something about Chappelle, so I guess we can start off with Chappelle. Chappelle yeah, I did a, got a special. Problem with that. Yeah, so I just dropped his new special sticks and stones, which I thought was beautifully and appropriately named. And man, this this special made me laugh. Special when I like when some like right when I started, even with the Bourdain joke, I was like, "Ooh, I know people are not gonna take this well." And then like oh, as it kept funny. going, as it kept going, I was like, "Oh, well, it doesn't matter. Like He's getting worse." <laughs> but like it was, he was an equal opportunity offender. And, and like, I thought the shit was hilarious. I thought people were just making too big a deal about it out in these streets. Like, all these other people criticizing him and stuff. Like, oh, is there a big hilarious. backlash? Oh, there's a huge backlash right now. Oh, my God. Well, that's what he wanted, though. That is I what guess, yeah.
2: Well, that's what he said would happen, you know? Yeah. Yeah. What, what, you, what did y'all think of this special? I think that this stand-up is the, one of the most important pieces of entertainment that we've had in this year. Mm. it's com- it's divisive in the most important way we're t- we're getting to a point where we can't talk about our the way that we f- feel and think about things Dep- no matter on what the word it is or how we phrase it it's you it's getting to the point where we're, we want to be in a world of freedom but we're putting ourselves in big and more and more of a box
1: and mm, like, I parts. feel like
2: this is Jace Chappelle coming out and saying, like, you know, we're doing, we're, you know, we're, we understand the plights of like people that we're saying that these words are for, but like, you know, the word, it's, I, I'm trying to understand, like, I haven't seen the the complete end of it either, so.
1: Oh well, the end. The end is like just it. it the end is just him like relating everything to his family and like telling family jokes, and then oh, it's. Okay. Together, yeah. So you not you you saw yeah. all the like the, the 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 shit shit. No, this the, I mean look this special. I, I I actually agree with you with that take that this is one of the most important medias that we got in a while because it shows that like look man, you can have an opinion on something, and you can have that opinion, but at the same time still want what's best for marginalized groups, but you could still have your opinion. Like, and, like, it's, it doesn't affect anything, but you have an opinion. You can't get canceled from an opinion. Like, you shouldn't get canceled, at least, from an opinion. And also, another thing, what is canceling? Because he brought up a good point. Like, like, what what is that? Like, who has been canceled that's, like, cancel, canceled? Who?
2: Besides R. Kelly and one people who deserve to be well, canceled. Well, I feel like there's, he had a, a part in there about Louis C.K. and how Louis C.K. pretty much has to build his way up at low level comedy clubs and has to be touchy on where he can go now as like, that's part of the deal. Like, you know, we have to understand. And he was talking about how, I mean, he has his own opinion about how, what Louis CK did. And I have my own opinion <laughs> about what Louis CK did. So I'm like, but like, I understand what he's saying there, and especially with what he was saying about Kevin Hart as well. Yeah, that, and like, the Kevin Hart stuff hit like
1: that was like I was like, yeah, that that was true. That was real. That, like, yeah, these things
2: that true. we the, these things that were said in the past don't really define who we are as today. Mm-hmm. And and, and another thing just, that who we're just this? tearing I, each other down.
1: No, one hundred percent. And I forget who says this, but it might be Charlemagne. I don't. I don't know one hundred percent, but they have this saying that like. If you wouldn't let Malcolm Little become Malcolm, like if you would have canceled Malcolm Little, we'd have never got to see this man's best. Like, like if, if you'd have canceled the, the man who is Malcolm Little because he was a pimp and he did all that bad shit that he did, we'd have never got to see him change and become Malcolm X. So, like, I, I great messaging in this special, and the shit was hilarious, bro. The, the the alphabet people, shit had me rolling. <laughs> like, yeah, shit had me fucking rolling. Yeah, bro, that shit was that shit was great, bro. I ain't gonna lie, bro. That shit was it was it was it was so well put together, and like. Honestly, you can tell at this point in his career, they've got nothing to lose. You feel me? Like, they've exactly. been doing controversial shit his entire career. You know what I'm saying? So he was like, who better to to put all this stuff together in one thing and just be like, fuck it? I'm just gonna get real controversial. And he did it in a city that is the alphabet capital of the of the country. Like, yeah, what exactly. better place to make these jokes than Atlanta? Like this man really just letting people know, yo, I really don't give a fuck what you think about me. And like he was just like, yo, if you're watching this on Netflix, bro, don't don't forget, you clicked my face, bitch. You know how I, you know how I give it up, like, like he I acknowledged it. He acknowledged he has an Asian wife and made fun of like his wife. Stop. Yo, the Chinese joke. He didn't She didn't like the joke. Yeah, exactly. Like that shit was hilarious, fam. And then also, what was another one that I loved? The fucking oh, this one, the one where it's like how black people look at the opioid epidemic how it was, oh my God. Like uh, yeah, like a crack epidemic, I'm like, bro, that was man. hilarious, like, like, hey man, let me, was like, five dollars, he was like, he was like Ugh, two, two, <laughs> that was hilarious, man, I'm trying to think of some other, like the gun thing was, that was like, I thought oh bro, he that handled, was great, bro, I thought of the way how he handled school shootings and abortions, I thought he handled those things beautifully by telling women like, Ooh, maybe y'all should have listened to me last year when I was telling y'all about all these me too's. Y'all should have got your y'all should got your abortion laws straight. Like, and he's like, men, y'all should be like that shit was hilarious, but it was poignant. It was things that needed to be discussed. She did a good job, man, and I just think the backlash is from people who are, is the exact people he's talking about. Like, of course, Dream Hampton was gonna backlash because of the R. Kelly shit. That shit was hilarious. Oh, bro, like, he, bro, that was great. He was like, I don't know that nigga. Like, he was like, <laughs> I really don't know him. He was like, why would I be in this nigga's documentary? And I don't know <laughs> shit about his personal life. Just because I made a sketch about it, satire in real life. What niggas was actually, like, the funny thing was, Like, the funny thing about Dave's sketch, looking at it today, of the R. Kelly stuff, he was telling us, like, his thing is, like, this is what I don't think people understand. Or or maybe they're too stupid to understand. But Dave's sketch about R. Kelly wasn't justifying R. Kelly peeing on women. Right. No. He was showing us how outlandish he could make it. And to show that like we're accepting this. Like he and how blatantly, out. he was telling us that he's exactly. been doing this to girls. Like if anybody should be like one of the people who actually voice their opinion on art is Dave. Like Dave was the one standing up for it. Like yes, he did it in satire, but that's his art form. That's the way he can portray and speak his voice. So like that bullshit that that woman's like, uh, like oh yeah, he uh, said it was too hot for TV. Yeah, like all <laughs> that, like all that shit. Oh, that shit that Dream Hampton tweeted out. I was just like, no, like, you're missing the point. Like, he's not saying he doesn't support black women. It's, it's actually the opposite. Like, he's saying that, like, that sketch in particular is saying that like, we are too oblivious to see the signs just because this nigga's famous. And black women was the one that's still supporting him. He's doing it to black women. And black women still saying, I, fuck it, I let him pee on me. Like, what's going on, y'all? Like, come on. Still to this day. Like, we're in 2019. That sketch was, like, out in, like, the early 2000s. Still want one? Shit was hilarious, man. Six and Stones, y'all go check it out on Netflix. Netflix is entertaining, not just bad. So, enough, enough time talking about Chappelle, but it was fucking great. Like, and I know we had a comedy interview, like a couple weeks ago with with uh, Miss Amanda love that interview. She just has a different style of comedy, and she was talking about how she how she felt about it. Go check out that interview. And it's a different approach to comedy, and I really loved what Dave did. So shout out to Dave. Shout out to shout out to that. That was real dope. Let's all right. Let's jump into some. Some murky waters here, boys. So, uh, man, oh, man, I've seen so many takes about this, and I don't even know if y'all know the, know about this story because this game, this slid very under the radar because the NBA is not in season and because this player just got hurt, but it, it, it's wild. So DeMarcus Cousins came out and basically, hold on, let's see, He, he uh, audio came out of course, his wife. Well, look, maybe I shouldn't say that she was trying to set him up, but whatever. She recorded the audio, doing all this, doing all this stuff. But Demarcus said some outlandish shit. Demarcus said, "Okay, his words—that's the outlandish shit." And he was like, "Can I? I'm going to ask you one more time. Can I have my son before I take it to another level?" She's like, "No, no, I can't. You can't be son here because he just got married." I'm assuming that's what, it, what it's about. And then he, and then the woman goes, "No, uh, no, no, you can't see him." And then Demarcus says, "I'm going to make sure I put a bullet." In your fucking head. This is on audio on Twitter. this is blowing up the uh, the Twitter streets, at least for the people in the basketball community. Man, ooh, how does this look on Demarcus? Is this is this a is this like is the NBA gonna take like heed to this? Is, this? is this is this is this something that people are gonna pay attention to? Is this something that's just gonna blow up? It's a bad look. Yeah, I mean bad. it's a really bad look, I'm, but
2: I mean I'm glad he's not on the Pelicans anymore. <laughs>
1: Yo, I shouldn't laugh at that. But well, you're right, no, you're that's here. a good point because what I was going to say is it's not it, – it's a bad look, but if he was the player he was before he got hurt when he was on Pelicans, this would have been bigger news. Oh, yeah. that But be because a- – yep. Yeah. No, go ahead. No, I am just saying I agree with you. Like, it's because of his star power. It's not the same. I honestly honestly
2: think that the media and a lot of the fan base feels like this is now part of his narrative. Like, this is now going to be the beginning of his downfall of the career where he spills out. Because, like, now he's had the injury on the team that – we didn't know how much time he was going to get, and now he's got out for the season, and well, now he well, has no, a yeah, scandal.
1: Started before. He tore the Achilles, which everybody didn't think he was going to come from. Comes from it, goes to Golden State, hurts himself again, rehabs, and then signs to the Lakers where everybody thinks it's going to be the rekindling of his magic before he got hurt, plus LeBron James. But he ends up tearing something else out for the season. So this – man, it, it and Boogie, if you – If you ask us to to say the trajectory of DeMarcus Cousins' career at the start of that Houston Rockets game before he tore his Achilles, you would not have predicted this. Hell no. Like, fuck no. no. Like, if you'd have asked Lyndon in this podcast, what, like, yo, what do y'all think is going to happen with DeMarcus Cousins and AD and all this shit? Like, the night of the Houston game, I'd have told y'all, oh, we're going to the playoffs. We're about to to wreck. I'm like, let's get it. Do it, big. Um, You'd be like, like the Pelicans...
2: the Pelican, the Pelicans would have been a, a role player away from a championship, right? Exactly. I'd have
1: been saying that they were going to be attracting a star in the off season. Like that's what I would have told you. Like they were on their way to attracting another person to come play with Boogie and AD. That's exactly and, and what true. I was predicting. Like, y'all you know how I feel about you. I ain't even said We not we talk about. We're not going today. there. We're not. We No, not. not today. We, we, guys, we got we got a lot of days ahead <laughs> of us. We got a lot of days ahead of us. Oh, oh, but the we we, we gonna talk about me. overrated. We are gonna talk about them two killers <laughs> that got shut down by one nigga. That's what we going to talk uh, uh, about. We're <laughs> not. going there. We are not going there. One time all star. The killers got shut down by that one time all star. Those nigga shit Fuck. Yeah it's football season. <laughs> it is football season. You're right, Shu. It's fucking football it season. Yo, speaking of football season, what happened to the fucking fantasy? What happened, bro? Oh, that's happening, Bro, that's happening. We still
2: bro. got two weeks.
1: Yeah, we still got two exactly. weeks. I'm just making sure. I'm I'm it's putting in my two now. weeks right now. I'm like, yo, what's my, good? My
2: my other fantasy league I'm in, we're not drafting until next Tuesday. Like, that's well look, good. I'm, I'm saying we no, no, got time, I, I, y'all. Because all I was thinking was like, are we setting up a
1: date? Because like, after they see what Andrew Luck, I'm not, I'm not by any means. I am not rushing us to draft. That's, that's what I'm, I'm saying. saying. Like, are we setting up an, a? I was just sure we were setting up a date to draft. Now I'm, I'm not. Great saying, I'm transition. Love, like y'all did that beautifully. Yeah, I gotta applaud y'all for that. Like, that was a great transition. But look at Brooklyn talking and shit. Trying to act like win one year, and he's he's hot shit. Yes, we do it. Yeah! <laughs> yeah! i feeling myself. Yeah! <laughs> You're not going to get the, the the all of Kansas City again, nigga. <laughs> 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 and get lucky. <laughs> like That's what that was. But no, we're going to do it again. But speaking of football, beautiful transition. Andrew Luck retired. He got booed, which I didn't think was classy. But, but you was know, like... Nuts.
2: It's, it's one of those things, like... You got. I can understand they, it. They got the news yeah, in saying. the fourth quarter of a preseason game that he was still there. You know, mm-hmm. they didn't and get they all the facts. Still, and, yeah, they were still,
1: you know, in the moment, right? They, they didn't have all the facts. No, factors, that's what I'm saying. Right? Yeah. Because if I was there, and I, like if I was, let's say, I'm um, the Pelicans game, I'm watching Zion doing his thing, and all, all out of somewhere and he just like retired, and I and I see that on Twitter, and he's just sitting there laughing. Right. Oh, I yeah. Might have, I, I, I might see like everybody phone digging. And you see this motherfucker yeah. walking on the sideline and shit. So I, I I understand, like, you know what I'm saying? Because literally when it happened, there were no facts until after that game was over. And if you're thinking yeah. about the people that's there, you got to get out, get to your car, drive home, and then turn on the TV to see what he said in the
2: press conference. You know well, what I'm I mean, it's, like, it's, you got to think as, like, someone who invests yourself in the team and the franchise and puts money into it. Your your first reaction to something like that two weeks before the season starts is, What? like yeah, yeah. Well, like, what are you, you doing what's going on like, you're clearly a diehard you know what i'm saying like, like you paid yeah. for preseason tickets and shit and like also yeah. my
1: thing is announcement time like that was bad I get, that was okay bad. see see i propose <laughs> this i it had to I propose, that's okay boom you said exactly so i was talking to our guy julian he'll be joining us next week because we're gonna do our season preview because next week is the next sunday is gonna be the start of season but and we're gonna do a preview next week of all that stuff talking about nfl and getting everybody ready bro subal will be back brooklyn Schubert, myself and julian be talking nfl football but yeah i, I was talking to julian and, and he was like bad timing I was, I was like i agree with you but seeing that ever since we started doing this podcast and seeing how like media works my whole thought process on things has have become different because what if it leaked and he had no choice but to say it like, Schefter was going to was gonna put it out no matter what, and Schefter was like, yo, I'm letting you know it's coming he, out. He was trying to be first, you know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, he was trying to be, yeah. From being from the media standpoint, Schefter was trying to be first, not last. And, and his career, exactly. Schefter's I only understand it first. by both, exactly. I understand it from both perspectives. Like, if you're Schefter, you got to drop it, because if not, Rappaport's going to drop it after the game. Like, you know that's coming out. Like, right, coming that's out what I'm saying, game. like, you gotta be the first person to do it. That's how they run. That's how the media works. If he find if once they got word of it, whoever leaked it is who's
2: really to blame. But like
1: once Rappaport and and Sheffner got word of it, you knew it was coming out.
2: Yeah, one hundred percent. And Andrew Luck should know. Like if if this was in the air and he knew he knew that he was retiring, he probably he should shouldn't have, have gone on the field. Game. Yeah, I mean, he, that's my. Yeah, thing, like, yeah. But I'm with you. I'm like with you. or at least left at halftime. Like he was there the whole game. Like.
1: Just looking and making everybody think like he's still, like, we're still like team buddy. Like, he was smiling. Like, it was but, like, I mean, not, like a, a sad I, moment.
2: As I've gone days past, I'm like, okay, like, I understand that I think he made the best decision because, like, sure, it's crazy to dip out on your team two weeks before the season. But also, like, if you didn't think that you were going to put 100% into it this season, then th- they don't want you there
1: exactly and after hearing all the stuff about like his body his pain knowing how the, the nfl their their protocol is with opioids and i understand andrew man it's like i don't want to take that shit but i don't but right, i want exactly. to like, like you got to think andrew comes from a, not. and look when i say this this is no denigration to anybody else but this is just saying his situation in his life andrew came from a family that's what off. andrew andrew not trying to be on opioids and be a Addicted to that shit and right. had his life fucked up. Like, he's not trying to do that. And we'll talk about a player, Gronk, who's changed his life and got it with CBD because he was broke up, having to take pills, couldn't sleep up all night. Like, that's the reality of the NFL that these fans don't see and don't want to, or at least don't want to talk about. And I can't yeah. blame Andrew for walking away. If you're hurt all the time, I can't they blame you for walking away. They keep fucking feeding you all these pills and shit. Like, bro, look, at the end of the day, have you, have anybody ever seen Andrew? L- the motherfucker is 29. He looked like he's 45, all right? <laughs> this motherfucker is not aging well. So if it was me, and I look like that every day, I got to look at this motherfucker in the mirror, and I'm like, damn, motherfucker, you about to be 30. You look 50. I'm not staying in the NFL. And look how yeah. many players. Like, I love when they do the thing where they compare, you know what I'm saying? Because, like, they like to do the shit where they say, like, this generation of NFL players, blah, 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 this and that. And I love when they put up the, you know, the greats that retired at 31 to 29. It's just like, bro, shut the fuck up. Depending on yeah. your mentality and depending on how many injuries you've had in your career, you'll know when it's time to, to you know, to call it. You'll it know up. when it's time to yeah. hang up the cleats, bro. Like, it, is, it has nothing to do with this generation because Barry Sanders, at the end of the day, one of the greatest running backs, retired at 31. Out. When it's Dipped done, out. it's done, bro. Like, yeah. No, when, not, like, when you don't said, got the head right there, that's it. Like both y'all just said, when you're not giving it 100%, that's how you get hurt on the field. Like, if exactly. you're not, like... If you're not there, oh, he'd have got injured worse this year. Like it'll probably have been some fucked up, like some bad shit.
2: If well, and like, and like your team doesn't want you there. If that's the case. Like that's like his teammates understand. Like they're not. They exactly. don't have anything against him. Like if anything, they put the, him them not Fire in a better situation, it, yeah. but like you know, in a in a more stable, stable situation.
1: Yep. Because at least now you know we're going with Jacoby
2: Brissett. It gives who's been in the system for two years, right? right. So who's, he, a, who's a quality it, you know quarterback. What I'm who Belichick trusted as one of I mean, the I think placements. He's placements. Be- I think he's as good
1: as Dak Prescott. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, 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 I like that, yeah. No, I'm with you. I definitely think he's better than Dak. And I think, I still think the Colts are still, they might not be a Super Bowl winning team, oh, but I still think they make the playoffs. Yeah, like, they still have a shot. Yeah, they got a shot. Yeah, I'm
2: with you. I think, I think everyone in that conference has got a shot. But I mean, I guess uh, we're gonna to talk about that later. huh? Yeah, oh, we'll shoot. talk about that shoot.
1: next week. We'll talk about that next week. But Derek Derek I don't Andrew? think so. Well, we'll talk about that next week, man. Shout out to our guy Kenny Mills because he's gonna lose that bet. That nigga bet me like a hundred or fifty dollars, either fifty or a hundred dollars that the Titans would make the playoffs and win. Like, oh no, nigga, you will lose that. Like, I got three teams that I think gonna beat be your team ass all in that division, and I don't Nick think they're the Bro, the Jaguars defense with a competent core, like that's what people don't understand. And fuck it, we'll talk about it a little bit right now. Let's talk about this a little bit. The Jaguars went from a quarterback who couldn't throw the ball across the offensive line to now a quarterback who won a Super Bowl.
2: You don't think it's going to make
1: a difference? I
2: mean, I, I think, think it's dim- going to make a little a bit of a difference. difference.
1: No, I think a huge difference. You'll be stopping. you be stopping. Yeah, come on, come that's on what I'm bro. You're
2: clowning, bro. We're like, talking about what's going to make Bordel. a difference is if Leonard Fournette can last an entire season for the first time in his career.
1: All right, well that that don't make a difference too, but if, if he can't, assuming it's like it's been, it's gonna make a huge difference to have a, a quarterback that can get you first downs and touchdowns. And hopefully that means it's a less of a load on him because honestly, as we've exactly. seen in the in the past, when you're that big and run that fast, your body gonna break down. There's nothing there's nothing you can fucking do about it. You know what I'm saying? Like it's just how it is. Yeah, so, no, you, you know, you're right. It that's that you know that all that all that brings me to is it makes me think about. And I I hate to put this on y'all. I really do, because I love my black queens. But young black moms forcing their kids to play sports at a young age. Those bodies (sighs) start breaking down way faster than they should. They break down way faster than they usually should because of the fact that some of these kids started playing from they five. They've been getting getting hurt since, like, they were in the fucking fifth grade. They had their first Friday night hikes, man. That's all right. And some of these kids are just, like, they're fucked. By the time they finish college, bro, they've had five surgeries. And and they've been in the cast more times than I can account for. Now, don't get me wrong. I, I ain't got I I can't put it on them because I haven't been that person. I, my mom didn't have the money to put me in of those sports, and I was a junk not a junkie, but I, I smoked weed almost every day before high school. So I didn't I wasn't that kind of person. I wasn't an athlete, you know what I'm saying? I was just yeah, showing be up that. to class with my eyes red. You feel me? So like for me, all I can think about is I've never had a surgery before. My little brother has had six.
2: My brother's played, had one.
1: He played D1, and he's he's broke down. Yeah, at this point, like, he could have played, you know, professionally. But how long would his body last? I don't think, to keep it above you, I don't think his body would have lasted to his 30th birthday. I See, really don't that's, think so. that, this is an interesting conversation because I agree with, like, a lot of what you just said because, man, I and being that I was an athlete, parents didn't force me to do anything. Like, it was I, – I wanted to play, so they let me play. But I didn't play football, neither did my brother – until we were like in 8th grade, 7th grade. That's a great age. I love that. Like, That's a great age, bro. Me and my brother didn't play till 7th or 8th grade. And both of us. My brother has had one surgery. He's not playing D1 football. He's just, he just had his first surgery, I want to say, last year? Before the season last year? So he's he doing all right in that situation. But, but I know people who have played. And you can go to those PB Rex and see dads out there pushing their kids like they're going to the NFL tomorrow. And they're six. fucking five and six years six, old, bro. Yeah, first bro. year playing with pads. And they're pushing their bodies already, bro. How, what do you expect them to be at 19? Well, you know? Well, Kiwi I, Leagues I, do hit drills that the NFL banned. Like, that's a fact.
2: I mean, I don't know if it was the case for you guys in your communities, but the ones that really made it out and did things in collegiate levels and professional were the ones that weren't necessarily the one like, the – top guys when I, we were like little kids you oh know? yeah that's that's for mm. sure bro
1: my brother they were the guy who showed out in high
2: school stuff like that
1: yeah i can. i agree with that like i would like every well it, in my situation actually it's a little bit of both because we've had there's always I'm a special sorry. case that's all i'm about to say sorry, but he, he but see okay i think people hit i think people hit adversaries in different points in their lives that this is a very interesting conversation Shout out to our guy Deontay Spencer. He came on the pod and we talked about this and I asked him about this, this, this that exact point. He was always the kid that was the best since, since we were small. Like I knew that kid when we were like, fuck, I was four and he was like six. He was the man since then. But didn't get the high scholarship out of high school, had to go to McNeese, didn't have to go play Canadian Football League, not he playing with the Steelers after multiple multiple years. So it's like it's interesting to see those parallels of like the guys who were good when they were really, really young and then how it changes by the time we
2: get to where we're at now. That's a very interesting point because well, I, I agree
1: with you. A lot of the guys. Well, and also, it'd be interesting to find
2: out about his case because, like, why wasn't it that he had to go to all those schools in McNeese? Like, too, too small. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, like, yeah. is, see, it, look, is
1: it. Because they're stunting gross, bro. they out here fucking these kids up <laughs> from a young age, bro. I'm telling y'all, bro. Look, my little brother is the same height as me. And I'm telling y'all, he, he probably would have been taller than us if they wasn't pushing his body like that when he was fucking 13. You know what I'm saying? Like, this boy, the shit that, that really drives me nuts, is like, he was playing football for 13 years by the time he started college. 13 Ooh. years already, Ooh you know what gosh. I'm saying? Like, that's fucking nuts. That you've been doing yeah, that, like years NFL already. Career links, and, and that's what I'm saying. Like, but when you start, I love that you said that Union Brother didn't start to middle school because that's what I thought it should be. Fuck these pv leagues, bro. Because like this this man's body's been through is it is it, tracked too many miles already. And he yeah. he was 18 at the time. Like now, this man's body run down. He he, you know, obviously he can still perform if he needed to, and he can still, you know, lift in the gym or whatever the case may be. But like if he would have got to that 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 next level grind, his body would have been broke down by the time he was 30. Because, like, if you think about it, 30, he'd have been playing for 25 years already. Yeah, and that's how, that's that's how a lot insane. of the athletes are today. And then think about it like this. And this is why when they always do that generational comparison bullshit. Yeah, hey, I it's hate bullshit. that shit, bro. They don't play as many games as, like, all right, fuck, fuck the pb shit. Let's not even talk about that. They don't play as many games as high school kids used to. When you're done with a high school season, you play AAU football or seven-on-seven. Seven. Then you go from that... Back to football, so you're playing football year round, and you're and you're doing this year round, and then you go to college, and you don't focus on school. Or like that, nigga's a business. You're doing football. So these kids who, they start from pee wee league, they play one time a year, they go to school, they come, they play, they play, they they keep playing, and then once they get to high school, they start playing. All year round, so it goes from one time to all year. And then you go to college, and it's like, oh, we got to try to take it up to another level. You're gonna be playing all year, but it's a different style of playing. So you're gonna be working out and playing, like it's it's crazy. There's also higher
2: to- stakes.
1: Mm-hmm. Exactly. So more I more scouts, why. more views, more you know, more opportunities, more exposure for the kids if they keep playing all year round. So yeah. And then you throw Instagram into that, and it's like, oh, you want to play when you're young? Build your following. Show you're doing big stuff, so people can like. That's how some kids are getting higher draft stocks or hire uh, recruit stocks based upon Instagram. Shit is crazy now. Like, it is a business, and that is why these kids need to be getting paid in, in fucking college. But I digress. Andrew Luck's gone. Like, do you think he's coming back? Like, I've seen a lot of sports uh, shows been like, and I, I was going to go on the ledge and go opposite of him. Like, a lot of them are
2: saying that, I like, think oh, there's a better chance that Gronk yeah, comes back. That's yes, what I was going to say. I'm
1: you. Luck is I'm way too you. smart. When he says he's done, he's calculated this. He's been thinking about this all fucking year. Lucky. yeah stuff. yeah no he's we, a no Stanford chance, grad he's, a, he's got yeah, it yeah that's what I'm saying he's got a fucking master doesn't he yes know, and what well, he he has a degree in uh, uh architecture but fuck that his dad is yeah, the commissioner of the back. XFL his dad is what? running the XF his dad is Oliver Luck bro bro what if he
2: bro what if he just he, bro yeah he could go to the XFL bro, I can believe that what if he just left to go to the XFL
1: I can believe that like I believe I like honestly. If you're going to ask me if he can't about in the NFL, let me give credit where credit is due. Jason Woodlock said that. I, I got to give credit where credit is due. He said that was his prediction for Andrew Luck on the show he, that Ooh. he was going to go play in the XFL in two years. That maybe would be it was nuts. Marcellus. One, it was one of them on that show said it. And then the other one was like, no, he's going to go back to the NFL. I don't think he's going to go to the NFL. I don't think, I think if it's like this, if Andrew can't play in the XFL, he's done with football. But I don't think he's going to the yeah. NFL well, ever again. No, well, because doesn't the doesn't drugs and they XFL them
2: kids? have he's done with that? Doesn't the XFL have like increased safety measures? They have a lot. Like, they, it's a they, little they, different. Yeah, so I don't
1: know. I could believe it, man. Either way, and I think Andrew Luck is done playing football in the National Football League, the NFL. Now, if he plays in the XFL, that's a whole different situation because his pops definitely runs the XFL now. He is the
2: with Christian. their with their lame ass logos. <laughs> <laughs> yep.
1: Them shit is trash. It's bro, now let's talk about Gronk. I do think Gronk may come back once he gets healed as much as he can. But man, seeing Gronk talk about that at that cbd uh giving his press run at his business meeting about this, that shit was painful, bro. Hearing him like he almost broke down and crying. We never see Gronk like Gronk like that. Never. For sure. But like That's how I know that he's off them drugs, though, that they've been pumping him full of. Yeah, right, exactly. and then, that's how like you know he's not hurting he The real man is coming back. Yeah. Yeah, he, he's on the path to recovery, man. And it's like, everybody was like, yeah, he's a tin man. Like, no what? Like, no shit. Like, then it's like When Gronk said he couldn't sleep after a Super Bowl win and was in his bed crying, couldn't go party. Yo, dog, that's crazy, fam. Like, homie just won the Super Bowl, his crowning achievement, and is in his bed crying because he can't go to sleep. He can't go party. He just gotta sit there because he's in pain. Yo, uh, uh-uh, uh I don't know if that's worth it. Nah, no, uh, it's
2: that's not, not worth real. it. It's
1: really not. Like, I don't know if that's, that's worth it. To give a case where it is. <laughs> like that's correct. Like the NBA don't go through. Like I, we don't hit nothing like that. <laughs> like when you when you win when you win the NBA championship, you are going straight to dry or Dre at Las <laughs> Vegas. <Straight.
2: laughs> you on the jet. You you're, get drunk. You, you <laughs> want, you're not wearing a shirt for a week. <laughs> like exactly. exactly. Like Kawhi <laughs> went
1: from Kawhi to fun guy. Like, like that's what happens when you win NBA championship. That's absolutely. Amazing. Poor Gronk, man. But he might actually come back. Because the way he was talking, it seemed like he's really just like trying to fix his body. And then if he fixes his body, he and he's still of age, he might come back. So I see that coming more from Brown. Well,
2: and good for him for what he he's doing right now with the CBD thing.
1: Yeah, it's true. Cause I don't know why the only league right now that allows that is the Big Three. Shout out to the Big Three. Shout out to Cube. And yo, I really think also this. I tweeted this. Ice Cube does not get enough credit because he is a rapper who became an actor, who became a, a, a league owner. Like that's absolutely Wait, insane. Up. Who's not giving Ice Cube yeah, credit? That's what I'm Who's not <laughs> giving Ice Cube his credit? You, t- you, <laughs> tell you, kids, you tell them young kids? I tell them when, they, when I see them, it's on site. They are gonna get these hands. <laughs> I'm Whatever not talking about just O-Heads, everybody. Old head, bro, there's no O-Head I know that don't respect Ice Cube and Dre and them, bro. I'm telling you, those look. dudes started their own businesses. If anybody out here going to tell me that these motherfuckers left Compton and didn't let Compton control what they made their future, is a motherfucking lie. It got to be some young niggas out there that ain't giving these men their credit. Because as you can see, the only person that I... that I There's only three people in New York that honestly done it. But I digress with the P. Diddy thing. Y'all you know how I feel about that. Yeah, we Man talking about that today. and fifty <laughs> are the only two people from our side that did some shit like that because and then you got to I know you don't like his music but Boosie really be doing shit in the in the south and uh, we Bundy, like, if we, if we really talk as well, about doing Bundy it well they they put money back into the community type shit that's Jimmy what I mean prince by. right like G, but like uh when a lot of dudes out here that just dig it big and they don't do shit you feel me they yeah, don't really the do shit and like cube I'm, he doesn't obviously he doesn't have enough money. I mean, as much money as Dre and Diddy and Jigga. But, like, at the end of the day, he still do shit that's, like, groundbreaking for black men in general. Not just rappers. Yeah, let that big three pop off, shoot. Huh. That's what I'm saying. Like, like, why not? I, I'm look, I pull up with my belt off. You feel <laughs> me? We need to get, they had a big one in New Orleans. Shit. They showed up.
2: Did you go watch that, Tumor?
1: Because I was pissed off that I didn't get a chance to go watch. Because I didn't realize it was Sunday. There
2: was Yeah, I didn't realize Sunday either, see, so yeah, I didn't get a chance to go. Yeah, but I did go by, I had, I had to go by the stadium, and I mean, you know, there were people out there, and then I saw on the TV, like, it looked full. Well, I'm not full, mm-hmm. but I mean, like, you know, it looked full, just not like, you know, every season, yeah, it's not, it yeah, not every
1: season, it's, That's what yeah, it's looking decent. And I saw it, like, this is how I know people went, because I saw it on my Instagram. Like, you know everybody want to post Instagram stories when they get in the Smoothie King Center. So yeah, I saw about, like, five. It's a know? nice building. I ain't going to lie. It's a nice yeah, building. Yeah, I, I, I post stories. Like, I can't lie. I'm, I'm just hating on niggas right now, because I ain't get to go. But shout out shout out to y'all. But now, I mean, man, it was a
2: big man. event. Those are playoffs.
1: Yeah. True, true, true. But uh, I forgot why I diverged onto Q. Cause I was about to talk about, uh, oh no, we're talking about TDD. Yeah, it's only in the big three, but yeah, good for Gronk. That's all we got really on sports today. I wanted to uh, talk about the VMAs real quick because I know my guys didn't watch the VMAs. I I watched it by accident, but the th- there I don't the no actual. No, it was it was definitely an accident. I don't want to talk about yeah. the awards themselves because the awards were kind of trash. Like Lil Nas X was definitely lip syn- uh, lip syncing or lip singing, whatever, whatever the he fuck. He was it. lip singing his rap songs. Yeah, his, yeah. his, his indie, his yeah. indie yeah. tracks. He should be yeah, singing, he singing himself. <laughs> <laughs> you heard it here first. You should be singing to yourself, young man. And you know what people <laughs> fucked up. Fuck everybody who's been tagging me in pictures saying I look like that little nigga. He look like me. I'm over. So y'all keep kiss my ass. And when y'all see me wait, and y'all want to know why wait. I haven't shaved my mustache, it's because y'all keep telling <laughs> me. I look like this little nigga. So Brooklyn Nas yeah. X, yo. Brooklyn Nas X. you kiss my ass. <laughs>
0: Shit. He yeah, shout do-
1: <laughs> yeah, out to y'all cause he do look like that the <laughs> um, <laughs> Hate these motherfuckers. Man. Yo, but that nigga was lip singing. And then he had choreography like no, like he- that performance told me what lane he's going for. He had choreography to the T to where he can't dance well, but like that nigga still had co- like he was trying to be Michael Jackson. Like you can see it. Oh, okay, like, yeah. Uh, is trying though. to be Michael
2: Jackson? Well, he failed.
1: He's trying to be a pop. Maybe not Michael, Michael Jackson. is the wrong phrase, but when I say Michael Jackson, I just mean a pop. Song. You meant pop. Yeah. Yeah. So, and he did Panini. Like, it was whatever. Mm. Lizzo did her thing, with uh, she had asses on the stage, and you know how that. Yeah, I'd say she was, she, yeah, I watched it she she on, like, on Good on morning, America. She do that everywhere. Mm. Mm. Oh, yeah. Bring that up. Yeah, that's a good point. You she... And th- this is the main point that I wanted to talk about was, the fact on where I watched it, Viacom is struggling for views so bad for these damn award shows. It was not only on MTV, VH1, it was on uh, maybe even BET, maybe. And well, it was it's car- on MTV, MTV2, VH1. Yeah, all the Viacom stations. Yeah. And then it was on Nickelodeon. I was kind of dumbfounded that it was on Nickelodeon. Like, my friend was like, wait, is this on here? That's why we watch it. People saying, bitch, like, Lizzo saying, I'm that bitch. And she got asses on the stage. Oh, yeah. Like, it was was very promiscuous. Like, this, I'm not talking about just Lizzo's performance. I'm talking about the the VMAs as a whole. The entire thing, yeah. That's, yo, I don't think that should have been on Nickelodeon. I'm sorry. Like, my mom would not have let me watch that as a kid if that was on Nickelodeon. Like, that, that would not have been on Nickelodeon when we were kids. It it couldn't be because that's that's weird, bro. The only award trend that should be on Nickelodeon is the Teen Nick Awards. That's sick. And the Kids Choice Awards. I mean my yeah, and the Kids Choice Awards. That's it, bro. Like that's sit. Nothing else should be over there because those are the only those are their awards, you know? Like you yeah. shouldn't be having the VMAs and God forbid, look, if it had been the B T awards on one of them chin them cartoon channels, I'll tell you right now no, <laughs> Cut up. <laughs> get it cut up, bro. I'm telling you right now. <laughs> yeah, dog. But let like like Dave said, if you want to end something, like if you want to end gun gun rights, just like let all these niggas go get <laughs> Hey, look, you see what I posted on, on thing. I'm finna get that. I'm finna look. I keep that dang on me. You feel me? Oklahoma I'm out here tripping. You don't even need a permit. You don't need a permit in this state, bro. You can just go buy one. Like, <laughs> He I'm about to get that dang on me. You feel me? Yeah. yeah. I mean, they're pull up you, on me.
2: You, you living that skit. <laughs> I'm
1: trying to tell you, dog. Brooklyn is the dude. Brooklyn like, is Dave and that skit. Like, the 100%. Like, you want to... Bro, I'm telling you, look. the bird, bird, shot bird shot or the shot? Shot. shot, duck shot, bird shot. And then after that, what he said? That shit is Jamaican. <laughs> buck shot, buck shot, buck shot. I'm trying to... Look, dog. I'm finna like these niggas up, bro. <laughs> I'm finna get my shit. I gotta wait till November, though, because that's when the law going to affect the Tony November 1st, I'm going to keep that ang on me. You heard, look, you heard it here first. We still in August, so you got two months to fuck with your boy. After that, oh, I'm letting that shit bang. nigga. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. But the fact that the VNAs were on Nickelodeon is absolutely mind-blowing. Nuts, bro, that's, that's, nuts. It's, it's
2: mind-blowing, dude. Like, And if you said it
1: wasn't censored like, they're per- because it was still... Like, that's oh, no. crazy, bro. It shit like, ass, censored that like You got to see no, like ass was said, bitch was said, no, no beat, like all everything. Like it was like an explicit shit. I was That's like, oh wild, God, bro. like, is this Nick at night? What is this? Nick like, nigga night was never, like, yeah. Nick at night was, Knight was full house. Home equipment and shit, <laughs> full house, yeah, like, those were extra conservative stuff. George Floyd <laughs> no, said this shit was the most raunchy one that was on there, like, come well, on. The most raunchy show on there now. Just looking back on things, just due to how situations have progressed, is the Cosby Show. Uh, yeah, you got a point. You got a point. Yeah, I guess so. Because like <laughs> they, honestly, everything else like family oriented that was on Nick at Night. You know what I'm saying? Like nothing happens. is. So now they just being crazy. Like you, st- what Shub said that they got shows on Nickelodeon that's talking about kids coming out as gay. As early as nine or something like that. Like,
2: come on, bro. Yeah. Don't let me
1: get my camo jacket out the goddamn look, I mean, I'm about to get the gun let's just, and the I camo mean, jacket. So like,
2: let's just be kids, be kids, man.
1: That's what I'm like. Like, if they are, cool. If that's that's what it's like, if your kid comes to you at nine and says he's gay, cool. Like, that's good for him. Like, and you better love your kid. But if it like, like all other, like, just let the kids be fucking kids, man. Right, like, bro. Look, if the like, when I was nine, at nine years old in the fourth grade and tells you he's gay. Alright, bro. Have a good night. Because, bro, like, in the T-shirt, in the fourth T-shirt, grade, T-shirt, bro, Come I didn't on. know my dick existed. Like, That's what I'm saying, right? Right? <laughs> it, was a, it was just something that used to use the bathroom, bro. It exactly. A, it was a writing like, tool. I, and like that I, was it. I knew I, I thought like little Susie. Like I'm not gonna say anybody's name, but like little Susie was cute. But like that was it. Like I didn't know my dick had anything to do with
2: Little Susie. Like, like it, it, maybe it, I wanted to it, hold it, some hands it, and like <laughs> maybe kiss a girl, but on like, the
1: cheek, Max. Maybe, like, it's maybe. Yeah, she I didn't want to put my tongue. Hands. Like you know, you, you know, uh, I like am a throat. freak freak. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I didn't want to put my tongue down nobody's booty hole. Look it <laughs> You know, when I was nine years old. Now, Lynn might have been thinking a little different because he a little progressive. Look at this saying? He matured. A little bit famous, Brooklyn Nas X yo, T. <laughs> yo. yo. So I'm you know, some of us did not, but you know, I don't know about. I can't speak for all of us, but that's still <laughs> nuts to me though that they got people doing that at nine years old. Cause like, 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 like you all just said, like at nine, you don't know anything, bro. Like, not you know, a damn thing. You don't know nothing, <laughs> bro. Like the <laughs> nine year old me who would get mad for things. It was like I was mad because mommy put me on timeout because I. You know, I was talking too much in class. Like, yeah, I exactly. was getting in trouble for dumb shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, like n- nine-year-old Lynn was scheming, like, trying to sign my parents' name on a test so I didn't have to show. Like, that was what my life right, was Right, exactly. Focused, like, like, my <laughs> homework was terrible. I'm not just going to just forge her signature real
2: quick. Even though exactly. it was bad
1: when I did it anyways. But, like, <laughs> nine-year-old
2: me was not making life decisions that I was going to... Impact you know, the rest of your life. Exactly. The rest of my life.
1: exactly. Like 100%. And that's a decision that will impact, like, you're choosing your, it, like, well, not choosing, but your sexuality, whatever that may be. That Coming out to your parents it, at nine is nuts. Yeah, that's nuts. <laughs> that's crazy. I'm not even lying to you. But, all right, let's get in into our final topic of the day we don't have any yeah. questions but we're talking wingmans we're talking what makes a good wingman what are good wingman qualities and what are some bad wingman qualities and what are some things you don't want a wingman to do so we're just going a circle i'll start us off a bad wingman quality is the prototypical cock block and for those who don't know what that is if you're out with your friends and you're thinking, oh, I'm spitting game to this girl. You tell your friends I'm spitting game, or whatever the sexual orientation may be. You tell your friends, I'm talking, I'm trying to talk to this guy, I'm trying to talk to this girl, whatever. And then that friend goes and talks to that person and starts spitting for themselves. That's a cock block. Once once dibs are and once dibs have been made,
2: dibs have been made. Like that's bro code, fam. No, Lyndon, that's you're right. That's a cock block, but that's not a wingman. Yeah, I'm not saying that's
1: not a wingman though. That's but that, no. But I'm the worst saying, thing a that's...
2: wingman could do is be like, "Hey, man, like I need you to help me out with this girl," and then that dude goes and sleeps with that girl. That's but that's, what, that's what I'm talking. <laughs> that's what I'm talking about. That's exactly what I'm talking about. If a wing, if your wingman
1: who is supposed to be that wingman for that night and it's been acknowledged goes and sleeps or or tries to bang your girl that you're trying to talk to, that's a block, and that's a bad quality of a wingman. Yeah. All right, what are some good wingman qualities? Y'all got any? Well, I'm a great wingman, so I'm, I'm going to go ahead and, and let y'all know what it is right now, right? The, 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 one of the greatest qualities of a wingman, right, is to talk his dog up. Big facts. Oh, look, I'm telling you, boy, I'll be out there. Shout out to my dog, Tyree. I'll be out there stepping it up. He fucking loved me as we met. Like, my little brothers, they try to do their thing. Some of my friends try to do their thing. But when it comes to talking another nigga up, ain't nobody talk you up the way I talk you up. I have you, you, have you looking <laughs> like you're about to be the next Barack Obama, my nigga. Like, for real? I'll be having these girls thinking like, oh, this is a catch right here. I gotta fuck him tonight. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're not no, talking your dog up like that. You fucking up. That's first off the bat. That's Two, great you gotta be able to talk to her friend, regardless mm-hmm. of what she looks like. Now, my boy, yes. Harry, he never let me down. So most of the time, the girl is fine as shit that, her, that she with. You know what I'm saying? Like, her friend to just a shit. I, but I didn't even, when, she not, even when she's to. not, I still hold it down. You feel me? Like, I don't think, and we both dark-skinned, you feel me? So like, when I tell you we hold it down for the dark skin brothers out there, we be out there looking like Lance Gross and Kevin Hart, because obviously <laughs> you can tell Kevin Hart. I ain't got to tell you nothing else. So when I tell you, bro, you hold it down, bro. You got to hold it down, bro. Like. <laughs> if you not willing to take it you gotta take it, bro. You gotta be that guy that just you know, hold down the fort. Like, yeah, you, gotta that guy, the you, can't, you can't be a crybaby and be like, she ugly. I'm not trying to talk to her because you fucking up your man's because like if you know you're not gonna fuck that bitch, then it don't matter. Exactly. Just keep her entertained. That's it. You're not that, gonna fuck her anyway. See, that's the quality where I'll say. When it comes to being a wingman, that's what makes me one of the best, is the fact that I've talked to any of them. Right. That's like, what I'm, I'm saying. I don't shoot the shit with anybody. <laughs> it's, exactly. And I shoot the shit. So, like, I'll keep her entertained and have no ambition of having sex with her. It's none at all. Exactly. I'm just going to leave when the night's over. <laughs> but it's
2: well, up I mean, to
1: getting my man to home base. And I even go as far as if my man has to go to that girl's house and then you got to entertain that bitch for a little bit. I entertain him for a little bit till my man go in the room, and then I'm like, "Yo, girl, I'm outie. <laughs> I am outie. I'm going to my house."
2: <laughs> well, then I guess that goes to another point of like what a bad wingman would do is not follow through. Like, let's oh, say yeah. lose interest in that girl in the conversation, leave too fast, um, do it too quickly. May- yeah, maybe uh, he was supposed to set something up for you, like with the with that girl, and he never did. A good wingman, another good quality, and this is also the reverse, it's a bad quality. A
1: good wingman does not get too drunk and lets friends who's talking oh, to girl get too drunk. Have to take care because, of him. Yeah. Hey, yo, you I, don't want to have know. to take care of nobody. That's, yeah, boy. I know wingmans who get too fucked up, and I say main problem. They just get too fucked up. Like, yeah, <laughs> you, you can't thinking- be a wingman if you're getting sloppy. Hey, look, if you got to get that drunk to talk to a girl... Then you clearly are, you, you're, you're just dumb, bro. Because, like, like, like we just said, I can shoot the shit with anybody. I don't gotta be completely belligerent to talk to somebody. Because honestly, if you're belligerent, what she's gonna do is she's gonna tell her friend, yo, his friend is really fucked up. He should go check on him.
2: That's yeah, the first exactly.
1: It's go with her friend and be like, yo, yo, his friend is fucked up. And we gotta get that of close here. with him. So we gotta go. You feel me? Like, yeah. me and my friend, we, what it is, you know, we hit Bourbon <laughs> Street, right? And you gotta stay a certain level. Of drunk and like bro, keep it a buck with you. I told Shorty I got a whole baby mama. We having a conversation about my daughter. I'm pulling out. We in a bar, bro, and I'm talking to this girl about my daughter. Be <laughs> like, but I am such a great woman. You know it's a I got her entertained, and we talking about my daughter and the fact that I got a whole half cast baby. You feel me? And <laughs> we, I got her entertained for a whole three hours, bro. We go bar, we go from bar to bar on Burber Street. I got this girl completely entertained. The best thing about it though is that. We met these girls randomly and they were from the New York metro area. So mm, it was easy so you have that connection. Yeah. yeah, it was easy for him to go, you know, click with that girl. He was like, yo, well, this bitch is fine. And I was like, well, i go talk to her friend if you need me to, bro. It is what it is. Cause like I told exactly. you. That Darcy and connect. Look, Darcy and brother gotta stick together because you light skinned motherfuckers be tripping. You feel me, dog? So like No, that, I will say that, that you have together. a lot of you have a lot of like bad wing men area when it comes to Light-skinned black uh, people and white guys. That's what the wingman yeah, come in. <laughs> like, if y'all ever somebody, it. just know I hold it down. I can't. Yeah, I hold it down. See that I'm not gonna bring in my daughter though. So you know, is, it, is Schubert, Or do you consider yourself a good
2: wingman, Schubert? Uh, well, well, that's what I was gonna say. I think wing wingman relationship is all about chemistry. Like for, for me, a wing, like
1: yeah. big let's, big fag. Let's take, It depends like, on the guy.
2: Let's take, like, my friend Joe, for example. I, th- I think, Lyndon, you know him. But, like, he's a very eccentric, flamboyant person. He is an instigator where I'm very Ooh. chill and relaxed. So, like, w- you know, you want someone – not an instigator in a bad way. Like, he's someone who will go and talk to, like, these cute girls Get and Get the party started. Yeah. Yeah. Where like – and I'm the one who could anchor it. So okay. it's like
1: – All right. You got to have – you
2: got to know your roles. got to know your roles. You got to know, your, you roles gotta know your roles. Exactly. Like, you know – I'm not going to be the one, like, if I'm with the other person who's passive, then, like, we're not going to be very successful because not one, no, get one's yeah. Yeah, nothing, no one's there. Yeah, no one's going to get But if you have two instigators, then that's two people that may be fighting for the same girl, two people yeah, that see. may be fighting for the same spotlight in the conversation. My Ooh, thing with the two instigator
1: point. thing is, because let me say this, because I, I, I am an instigator type, and my favorite, like, when I was single, my favorite person to have as a, my wingman was my friend Alex. Shout out to Jay Dallas. He's an instigator type as well. So I know, and like, you just got to make that thing known with those instigators that like, look, I'm going for this one. Which one do you want? Because when you make it known, if y'all can flow off of each other, great points. Exactly. But, but I agree with Schubert. I agree with Schubert that if you have two instigators, you should have a passive guy for the third girl, if there's a third girl, to hold down the conversations when the instigators lose a little bit of, there's a little bit of, the, they got re- yeah, to it. Yeah, re- lose a little bit, you know bit of I mean? spark. Yeah. Yeah, but, exactly. But <laughs> He's right, he's right though. The chemistry is really what what makes it. You feel me? Cause like my friend, like I, I use the gray, I had to use Lance Gross because this is what it is. I, I I hate that I have to admit this. That's a good looking motherfucker. You feel me? My <laughs> friend is a good looking motherfucker. No matter where we at, bitches just go towards him. You know what I'm saying? We can be minding our fucking business and girls just flock towards him. So honestly, we don't even in, in, in with the two of us. There's no need for an instigator. Like, bro, I'll tell you right now, I could be at the bar buying a drink. I turn around, there's three new bitches that standing behind him that I've never seen before in my life. so, ooh, so it, it went to happen every bar that we was in in Burberry Street, bro. Like, and, oh my God. There was some moms trying to take us home. They was from Wisconsin, and they were trying to take us home. Arm um, told, told us about this. Yeah, See bro, that's, that's the what I like, was about to say. The handsome guy, that's in a whole nother role. Because you could have the handsome passive or the handsome instigator, but the handsome guy throws the wrench into this whole conversation because that's what you that's exactly what you're talking about. Well, yeah, that's what I'm saying like he's like bro, like that's why when it comes down to it like but and then on top of that in in the life, you know, in the life predicaments that I'm in at the moment, I'm not looking for no I'm not looking for no bitches. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like I got a whole daughter. I'm out here trying to, you know, secure the future for a little a, a little human. So yeah, for me is a handsome motherfucker in here. He got these girls talking to him. He can only talk to one at one time. He only got one mouth. You Big know, facts. so like, I'm gonna go talk to whatever girls. Like, bro, I'm telling you, we are doing that. There's like three, four. I can't even tell you how many girls he had to turn down. I'm just like, this is a handsome motherfucker right here. You know what I'm saying? Like, no, I it's a good mean, looking motherfucker. I, I really... And but you're right though, because the handsome motherfucker that's that's an instigator will fuck oh. things up for the entire group. <laughs> if he's an instigator and he's that good looking nobody's getting no pussy tonight.
0: Nobody's getting <laughs> pussy.
2: Because he's made it a
1: competition and now everybody else has gotten competitive and aggressive. So yeah. that does throw a wrench in the game plan. But if he's handsome and he's passive, he can still, it won't fuck the dynamic up because he's still going to only talk to one girl at a time. Now, Nothing if he is needs worse, to be the spotlight, then yeah. it's over. Nothing is worse than a passive, awkward guy. Nothing is worse Ooh, because, first of all, I'm not bringing <laughs> him out. What we bringing him for? Stay home, bro. Stay home. <laughs> when he talks, he just says the most awkward and outlandish thing that everybody at the table just turns around and goes, Huh? Kate? Or the worst part is he'll be so awkward that now you got to entertain two girls because the other girl walked away from him.
2: Yeah. Yo, yeah. But like, the, the thing is, is it really is just like what works for you because I have a friend that's similar to that and I make that work. <laughs> like, I have, you I, 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 I settled on the. Oh man, I'm sorry, my friend. He's just, you know, really, he's just a, really out of control. Well, no, I mean, no, like, or like, we're, has a lot of really friends really shy, like this. Clearly, like <laughs> really shy, or like you know, we, like let's say my friend does something outlandish at the table, and everyone's like, oh my gosh, like what did this guy do? I'd be like, I'm sorry, about my friend. Like I don't you know, he's just like, I guess he's just going through a hard time. He's just. Uh, <laughs> And they'd be like, Oh no, it's going on. And I was like, Oh, I just don't want to get into it, you know. Like, you know. But like, I'm, I've been, I've been. Shubi, you're him. giving
1: away too much. News, bro. Yeah, wait, you gotta keep yeah. some back, bro. You're giving away too much sauce, bro. You're giving away too much shubi, sauce. Put something back in your pocket, bro. You're fucking your game up, bro. You're Giving up too much game, bro. Hold up. It was great. It's great. But I want you to know that you're incriminating yourself, and I want this to be work for you. So I want you to put it back in your bag, because Shubee, shoot, got a lot of game, bro. Like. That's why I knew I was gonna fuck with Shub when we when I first met him. I could tell by his aura that Shub is not your typical awkward white guy. You know what I'm saying? As no, soon as not I, met him, I knew. Because you know what it is though? The typical awkward white
2: guy doesn't find me funny. He mm-hmm.
1: thinks I'm that's arrogant, true. Well, and I'm not I'm not arrogant. I don't even know why he think that.
2: It's it's the uh, it's the um Spanish New Yorker in me. Yeah, it probably is, true. Is, he is for Nick. You're right. I
1: forgot about that. Take, Yo, that know, shit maybe. is hilarious. And he said, Oh yeah, he's going to <laughs> But that's a great that's a great idea. I never thought about that, bro. bro. So if you a- play it that way? If you play it that way, she's gonna be like, "Oh, I understand. I've been through tough times myself." I feel bad. That's for a great him. play. That's a great yeah, part. No, that's, that's a good play. Well,
2: that's that's the thing. Like, you just gotta know your friends. Like, any, you know, really know the situation. Like, be a good, sometimes be a coach. sometimes you don't know you're being the wingman. Sometimes Ugh. you're just at. Sometimes you're just living. And some, some sometimes you don't know that this person's gonna be a wingman, but they're gonna set you up. And you just gotta know when when you've been set up. Like a good quality take, of a wingman you take shot, you know? is to be a good coach.
1: Because, like you sure. said, we all know when you're going to get thrown in the fire. But a good man is a good coach and can react and respond to any situation he's thrown
2: in. Assess the, assess the moment. It's,
1: assess the problem and get to the get. Ooh, yeah, look. exactly. But look, mm. but also, we giving out a good game right here for you fellas out there. To be Ladies. a good coach as well, you got to let your boy know. You can, you also got to be able to tell when you're okay, you to your too players. fucked up. It, when yeah, he's too fucked up, you got to let him know, bro, if she says she needs another shot don't take it with us. If yeah. you need me to fake, if you need me to fake it with you, we throw that bitch over my shoulder, bro. And I tell you right now, I threw a, I threw a shot over my shoulder in the Orleans. I'll tell you right now, dog. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm king proof. I'm king fake drink. Like, bro, I do. was like, would they buy the like, shots? If they paid it with their card? Mm-mm. Oh, yeah, but... But I no, am great and, at this, though. I'll tell a bartender, bro, pour water in that cup. Ex- thank you. That's uh, not... I, uh, yo. I used to do and that look, so many times when I was DJing, bro. If pour they want to sip in it, cup, my up. thing is, I, I I do the Batman James Bond thing. If they want to sip it, just to just to like, it's not water. Give me just put some tonic water in there. I'ma sip it occasionally. <laughs> like just straight tonic water. And if they taste it, like, Ooh, what's that? I'm gonna, don't don't drink my cup. bitch. <laughs> like, you know what i mean like you can't i don't do this straight water i do tonic water and then i then i I just rock out like that's what you got to do tell tell, tell the bar and your lady pour me a shot of tonic water and whatever this bitch wants to the right of me (laughs) my baby mama knew what it was when she was bartending bro and she can look over at the dj booth and she can tell if i've had enough for now you know what i'm saying so like she would personally walk my quote unquote shot over to me right and i'd I just take it, and obviously it was it was water, but they thought it was vodka. You know what I'm saying? But, like, you got to be able to know when, you, when your boy who is trying to secure this has had enough. You, you got to limitations. know when your wingman has had enough, and you as the guy trying to get some, oh, that's another thing. Regardless of how caught up you are in getting pussy, you got to be able to tell that your wingman is either too, is getting too fucked up, or he's about to lose interest. Because, yeah. a, like you said, it's a chemistry thing. You can be able to be like, bro, all I need is fifteen more minutes and I, I got this in the bag. Or, bro, don't take no more shots with this bitch, cause I can see it on your face, you it's about to pass out. For the night. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? It like, so, it, de- it definitely goes back and forth, because like, as a wingman, right, you're doing it for your friend, but as a friend, you've also still got to keep an eye on your wingman. You also still got to be able to realize, you know, when is he's he losing interest, interest yeah, exactly. and is he too fucked up. Well, Think I guess another also, good
2: quality and a wingman, and this also goes for the ladies, too, is have someone that you can rely on for later. Yeah.
1: And have a, no, hey, like, look, no drinking and driving, bro. I know we come from a great, you know, a great, you know, community of people being together, but we also come from a great community of people that drink a lot. So, yeah. being able to secure that ride home or being able to, no matter if some shit hit the fan, you can call this person to come get you. I have a great friend. Uh, he's one of the best friends I've ever made in my life. His name is Brandon. No matter where I'm at in Long Island or in New York, regardless of where I'm at, if I'm fucked up and I text him like, yo, bro, I'm fucked up. I can't move. I need your help. He's going to be there in 15 minutes or less. That's and me. If you don't have yep. a friend like that, bro, you are fucking up your whole dynamic. Because if you know that your wingman is a great wingman, but he gets fucked up and is the, the you know, the, the puker. You need that friend because that Uber is going to charge you, baby. That, yeah, if you got to facts. open that Uber. Y'all paying for that. Yeah, no, and that's the like, because before I stopped, like, before I started drinking, and even I don't even drink a lot now, but that was me. That's my role. I'm the, like, I'll drive. And another thing I was going to say is you got to watch the wingmen. And look, we, we all know you got friends out there that do this, but. The wingmen that get too stoned before they go out, Ooh. Ooh. yo, you gotta watch Ooh. them. Ooh, look, I they, love my friends in the Bronx, but y'all are terrible at that. These niggas, be they stoned be getting before lost we in, get the, in the club. Yeah, bro. bro, they be getting lost in the sauce. Like that's that's how you get. Bro, lost they be in, in, the, in the, club the club just staring at like the fucking <laughs> lights, bro. I'm like, and but you know the thing is, I don't like to make it because you know obviously it's not an <laughs> addictive drug, but my friends use it like it's an addictive <laughs> drug. So I'm like, bro. You a fucking junkie. And they're like, I'm not a junkie. I'm like, bro, so quit tomorrow, bro. Or take 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 two weeks off. Take two weeks off. You bugging the fuck out. I can't go to work <laughs> if I'm not high. Bro, you a junkie. Period. Period. You know what I'm saying? Drake shit. said it yo, you a Drake said best in that You, song. you a junkie. He said, My house is the definition of alcohol and weed addiction. And, like, yo, that's college. Like, right? that bro, is, I'm telling y'all about college. Not not. Weed is definitely something that if you're depending on it, bro, that's an addiction. If you're depending on it, if you feel like you can't go to work, without being high, if you feel like you can't go to a club, if you feel like you can't be around people in general without being high, boy, I need you to contact the physician and let them know (laughs) that you have a motherfucking problem. Because clearly, you can't function as a human without this drug, which obviously to everybody else is a fucking addiction. If it was (laughs) coke, we wouldn't be having this conversation. But because you've been listening to this bullshit that it's not an addictive drug, but you're using it like a crutch. If it's your crutch, you're addicted. I, I agree with that, and I, I say this: the coke I, thing, we don't kill you, <laughs> right? No, yeah, we not gonna kill you, but the coke, the coke will fuck that brain up. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. You, know, yeah. you gonna leave him strung out? <laughs> uh,
2: uh, that's The total flip of that. If you're, if you're with a wingman, like let's say it's like a homie that knows you pretty well, and they know that if you start smoking or something, you're gonna mm. get silent.
1: Yeah, yeah and they gotta be oh, on yeah.
2: like yo bro, like you know, you're not cheating no more no more, bro. Yeah, you're not smoking like, no more, bro. Pass it Get to that. me, like take one puff or you know, yeah, don't, be, don't be
1: over there teefing, bro. Don't be over there taking four or five puffs, my nigga, I'ma smack <laughs> you. Like, you got a great point. She'll be like, boy, if you're gonna sit there and stare at the ceiling, we're gonna have a no problem. Do that. Yeah, like but see that that goes back to the main point. Know your limitations, like Know yeah. your limitations. As a uh, wingman, and, you're not the you know. You gotta be taking care yeah. the you, team. You can't be fucked
2: up. You can't always be the babysitter too. So you know, don't always, yeah, always be like, oh, like don't always blame the wingman if like you fuck up, you know. Like, yeah, th- yeah. Sometimes you just fuck fault. up.
1: Big facts. Yep. And also, there's a different type. Like this is just going out. But when you throw a music festival or an event, <laughs> the event wingman's are. That's totally
2: different. Like, that's it's a totally
1: different monster.
2: Right, like, oh, yeah, that's its own world right there.
1: Because because they got all these women on Molly and all these different types of hallucin, like you gotta just watch that whole situation there. Because like you don't know what what landmine you gonna step on. Like that's a, that, uh, that's, uh, a that's a that's a field. Yeah, of, for sure. of just mines that you can just blow yourself up on at any point. So yeah, yeah, no, this, yeah, this I is mean, a great
2: conversation. I, I could I give you like a lot. Out of really weird terms about like different things in like music festivals the like thing. A funny example is like you gotta have your front spotter. And what I mean is a front spotter is like let's say you're you know you're you marshmallow and you're partying and you see like this you know cute girl she's got the you know the flash tats and her flower clown. <laughs> and and
1: That's you hilarious. go up and
2: you're like, oh man, maybe I wanna dance with this girl. But you see your buddy like two rows up and he's like Mm-mm. and that's that's oh, when you know. Like, is, wait, you're deep. Like
1: that's deep. I never did that. Like that's deep, yo. That's good. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta
2: watch out. You gotta watch this age. When you get to my age, it's all about watching out. Make sure you're not dancing to seventeen year olds. Oh, that's
1: well, a, yeah. Oh, okay. Well, no, that's yeah, you got know, a great about. point though because I know I know a lot of like older guys. Like I know some guys that love festivals. You know what I'm saying? And they're like thirty something. they like, still go. Yeah, and they know that most of these bitches, first of all, they don't even know these DJs, right? You know what I'm saying? Like, these guys that—, that They just at a party. That, yeah, they just at a party and take Molly. So, like, bro, you got to have that friend that's like, yo, bro, she's 17, she's 16, or yada, yada. She, you know, she got into this thing because, you know, technically, it's not 21 and up, you know? It's not 18 yeah. either. She can buy the Facts. tickets. She's yeah. 16, she good. She but in get her mama to buy. And according they, to they don't stick IDs. Right, and according to law, you know what I'm saying? I ain't trying to quote law and order, but nigga, like, you finna be holding content, my nigga. Like, hey, yeah, you're up. done. You're done, Ski, son. <laughs> Nobody's gonna believe you that you just said, that she said she was 18 and you took her word for it. Because at the end of the day, we know how this world works, baby. You finna be yeah. in jail, big dog. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Big facts. Yo, wait. I'm gonna end on this because I was waiting to tell y'all this. This shit fucked me up today. It fucked me up bad. So since we since we jumped on music festivals, yo, know, so I was listening to some podcast. Maybe it was either Joe Budden. or somebody somebody was talking about Freaknik. And so I'm listening and my mom was in the car with me. And like when my mom's in the car with me, I don't care. I'm listening to what I'm listening to. If my mom don't want to listen to that, she's gonna be on her phone. Like that she already know my rules. Like she used to tell me when I'm when I'm in your car, you can do whatever you want. But when you're in my car, don't touch my radio. So she knows the rules. So she listen. she's like, Oh, Freaknik? I remember that. I was like, wait. I paused that and said, wait, wait. And I turned that phone down. My mom told me she was at Freaknik. Told me she was at all these Greek fests. Just partying up, being a young body. I was like, yo. Why did you keep <laughs> listening? No. I would turn the radio back up. When you <laughs> said Freaknik, hold up. Turn this that shit back up. Fuck me up today. I'm max value. Max value. Wait, wait. <laughs> catch me, me up. Catch me up. Freaknik is this big party that was like the HBCUs and a lot of black people went to in the 90s. Like, this was like the, like, the like, the, like College was party, it like in
2: with Louisiana.
1: It was in Atlanta. Freaking was in Atlanta. Oh, but like that, cool, that cool, cool. Greek fest, they had all kinds of different festivals. That these HBCUs through and, and these frat organizations through, and it was like a big party in the nineties. And, and like probably like their version of what we do at music festivals, or their version of like Woodstock, essentially. And my mom told me like her her uh, fucking sorority was with this other fraternity, and the fraternity was screaming pass the pussy around, and they would take a girl and just just pass her around like just. Put in the air, push it to the next guy, and they would just keep touching on everything. I was like, Mom, you gotta stop telling me all this shit. I don't even know all this <laughs> Yeah, bro. I this knew all this stuff because a little little obviously, you know, he grew up in that era and he was telling he would always be talking about it on his like Instagram and shit like that. He was like, Y'all worry about hot girl summer. Y'all need to be asking your moms about Mama free and freaking y'all. Yeah. That- <laughs> and he was just like, he was just like, Y'all be y'all see y'all mom in a whole different light. And I'm like, nah, my- I'm good, bro. Yeah, I wouldn't even I ask that- my mom that. I'm good. You your mom crazy. I didn't like mom. Yeah. Stop talking, please. please I, stop talking. I, that's what I told her. I was like, I'm over it, man. Like I didn't need to know all that. Like fuck. She was, and I didn't even ask. Though that's the fucked up thing. She just heard. She heard. somebody say, Oh, Freaknik. I remember that. That was a good time. I was like, Wait, what the fuck? <laughs> i like, like, Stop. Please stop it. I was like, Oh my gosh, that fucked me up. But that's all we got this week, ladies and gents. I know that Linda's mom went a fucking free pick. <laughs> This is uh, episode 110. Brooklyn, tell the people they can find you on social media. You can find me at all social medias at where Brooklyn at. And that's Brooklyn with a Q, baby. That's for marketing purposes. Because we are not trying to get to Leave my guy, Brooklyn, not. Eggs alone. That's his new. That's um, how. <laughs> I said, I know right. I should
2: have told you. Yeah, Yo, Brooklyn man, don't don't do it, dude. Don't get a cowboy hat and boots, man. <laughs> I don't know,
1: bro. I, I, not the boots. You do live hot, in Tulsa. Like, them jackets. them jackets is fine. Yo, them you do live in Tulsa. Yo, my nigga, Brooklyn gonna have sturris and fucking. Nah, bro, you fucking, bro. But them jackets, <laughs> no, like, look. I've been telling y'all, I fuck with the country music. You know what I'm saying? I fuck with the country music, and Midland be having them jackets on. You feel me? So, I may have mm-hmm. to fuck with some of them jackets, man. Them jackets is fire, dog. That's hilarious. And I'm going to keep that thing on me, so I might as well, you know, while I'm wet <laughs> over here in Oklahoma. That's
2: what I'm saying. You're about to turn <laughs> into like Red Dead Redemption. You know, exactly. talk about
1: good to Look. Y'all better watch out. Brooklyn Nas X got that thing on. Burn shot, buck shot, burn shot. Y'all already know what come after that. Fuck. Buck, 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 nigga. Oh, my goodness. Super, tell the people they can find you all on social media.
2: Find me at Twitter and Instagram at ASUB 14. On the Bros who binge this week. We're gonna be talking about the big Star Wars news as well as the Joker trailer. And all so. of the D
1: 23 because we can talk about it. Yeah, and week.
2: all D twenty three, a lot of stuff. So it's yeah, gonna be this, fun.
1: This week's Jam packed are we seeing a movie this week or do we have like is it no point this week? Like is just like you got a lot to talk about.
2: Um we'll we'll talk about it. I don't know. Yeah, we'll talk about that all One
1: hundred but oh we do have Titan season. Oh, this is I'm litty. All right, but yeah, follow Brooklyn, follow Schubert. You can follow me at Lynn B W T on Twitter, follow the Bruce, You Think at Burch You Think. If you're an LSU fan, Charles and Josh released the prime time game preview to this week's LSU. They're gonna be getting in two uh episodes a week now that LSU's football season back, so be on the lookout. If you're ready for LSU football, watch this season and listen to analysis from the guys at Time. Also, be sure to check out the most recent episode of Anime Talk. Me and my guy, Chris, will break down anime as always new episode next week. But that's all we got this week, man, really. So be on the lookout. Thanks, everybody, for listening as always. And we will talk to you guys next Thursday. Be safe and be easy. And until then, for Brooklyn, for Schubert, my name is Lenny. You guys have a good one. Peace. Yeah, super uh, fly check the lures, Louis
0: V check from the Buddha, yeah. Did a stain, got a shoot up yeah. Been playing too nice, got a root up. Ayy Treat me like a Louis, kinda us, yeah. To the game now I got a suit up. yeah. Praying that the devil don't do us, yeah. Did he do us, yeah. Brand new whip, but the same last year. See y'all talk, I ain't seeing what I hear Bald on the tape, I ain't talking about a kill Quiet in the room, but I'm standing right here Came for the one, but she left for the three I don't like the kill, but it came with a beat Y'all be on the ground with the shit going off Then y'all get caught, but the shit, something's off Hey, the That's why I ain't seen with them Hey I don't even speak with them, yeah. You better keep peace with them, yeah. Or well, you ain't gon' sleep for real, yeah. My niggas blow heat for real, yeah. and shit could get deep for real, yeah. That shit for real, yeah. Super, uh, fly, check the Lures, ayy Louis V, check from the Buddha, yeah. Did a stain, gotta shoot on, yeah. Been playing two nice, gotta root up, Hey, Treat me like a Louis, kinda us, yeah. Kill the game, now I gotta suit up, yeah. Praying that the devil don't do us, yeah. Did he do us, uh, uh-huh. I ain't tryna talk, what you say, bruh? I ain't gon' leave till I lay one, yeah Brought to the room, she was-